Welcome to Mental Health Film Comment. This is Brian here with you. The 2021 film Framing Britney Spears is about the conservator issues uh, concerning Britney Spears and media coverage uh, related to that. Uh, joining us today to talk about many of the themes addressed in this documentary is Miranda Spencer, a staff editor at Mad in America. Uh, Miranda, thank you for being here today. I appreciate it. Thanks. I'm glad to be here. And I, I do want to mention um, a couple of resources up front. I know it, if there's anyone out there who needs to reach out for, for help today, there are a couple different crisis text lines in the U.S. You can text home h-o-m-e to 741741 in the uk you can text shout s-h-o-u-t to 85258 uh, depending on where you are in the world uh, check your local listings um, as they say uh, miranda thank you so much for, for being here today I, I appreciate it thanks i'm glad to be here um now um the the documentary framing britney spears this I am somewhat familiar with the context or backstory of of the. It's a documentary that I believe was on on Hulu, and I, I believe you're familiar with the context and backstory, right? As well, but for those who have have not heard of it or familiar with it, what what is this? This is about as I this is about um, her 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 parent, well, specifically her her dad taking ownership of her of her finances and to a large extent her, her 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 life basically right well in 2007 or 8 she was having a lot of personal problems and um because she was always being followed by uh photographers and such this played out in public and was you know gobbled up by the news media Brittany is losing her mind and she's doing all these terrible things and eventually um she was forced into um, a mental health hold and subsequently her father um, filed to have a temporary guardianship over her to, to um, with the idea being that she was at not at that moment able to handle her life. Um, but ultimately it became a permanent arrangement in which he and others basically have say over all areas of her life, not only her finances and her business, but her personal life as to who she can see, where she can go, whether she can get remarried, drive a car and so on. And, and this has been going on for 13 years now. And she is now 39 years old. She has been highly successful. Um, and, you know, by all means, um, whatever may issues she may have, she's obviously, you know, competent. Um, we don't, there's a lot that we don't know, but basically because of this, um, her fans and others who are concerned with human rights and legal rights have started a movement called hashtag free Britney, um, saying that basically this is an unfair situation and it's taking advantage of her because someone else controls not only her life, but her money and is also being paid by her for the privilege of being controlled yeah. uh, to, for a lot of money. Um, and so there's a movement to uh, quote unquote free her. And so the New York Times video division, I guess, made this documentary to really take a look at how did this happen? 
And what does it mean and where is it going? And um, unfortunately, they were not able to get the cooperation of either her family and they were not able to even reach her, Brittany herself. But the film kind of traces her early career and her big success. And then when she had that period where she was being pursued and having mental health struggles, and then about um, discusses how the conservatorship came and what it's like, what it's about. And it does a lot of interviews with journalists, even other people from the media, lawyers and such to kind of give their take on it. And what we really see is a, a, a very different perspective in that it becomes very clear all of the pressure she was under and all of the ways that she was treated that could lead anyone to kind of have a breakdown. Um, and then it raised a lot of questions about the appropriateness of this conservatorship um, that had been raised by activists, but activists had been previously called conspiracy theorists. But now this legitimate news outlet is asking a lot of the same questions. And you know, I think people walked away from this uh, documentary being very upset at what had happened to her and seeing it with new eyes kind of almost in a way from in a more empathetic way and starting to really ask questions about is this right is this fair was she ever really quote unquote mentally ill to the extent that it's been portrayed because you know the whole idea that she shaved her head at one point 13 years ago um means that she's permanently severely mentally ill. I mean, it's just shaving your head, you know? Um, so I, I hope that long answer kind of gives a good background on it. Oh, it, it does. Um, one thing that, speaking as someone who does a podcast that I, I loved about, and obviously this is not a movie-based podcast, uh, despite the day, but if it were, uh, one thing that I would point out that that I really liked about the, the film is that it does, some of the uh, activists you make to do are, are podcasts. So mm -hmm. seeing a movie where the podcast is in many ways the good guy of the story, you know, the hero of the story in many ways, is just, I, I just love seeing that. And mm -hmm. that's, so I'm, I'm glad that they included that with their with their interviews. Um, well, the I think you're referring to the podcast, Brittany's Graham. Exactly, yeah. Which one of the people that runs it is a former investigative journalist and, <laughs> and they're also big Brittany fans. And, you know, they ask a lot of really intelligent questions that any journalist should ask and journalists in the past have not asked, which is, you know, part of what I've written about in now two articles for Madden America. Um, and what's interesting about the, the podcast is they are doing kind of original on the ground reporting. They go to the hearings, they interview the activists, they get try to get the paperwork. You know, they had some kind of mole call them and claim that they, you know, knew some things about how she was being mistreated. And that person was never verified, but it just, it raised important issues. And so, yeah, those podcasters, um, just raise questions that we should be asking because there's just too much of an assumption that, well, if not only Britney Spears, but anyone is under something as extreme as a guardianship, there must be a good reason. And that's not always true. True. And one of the things that um, it, it definitely raises a question on is, 
just the the, the blatant um, and I'll say the word just a blatant sexism mm -hmm. that's dictating a lot of the the media coverage mm -hmm. because I cannot think of like a, an example of like a male artist mm -hmm. who has been subject to the same level of scrutiny and and um, tabloid uh, fodder as as what's exactly I, 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 I have to say about this yeah um i think that the documentary brought out the sexism inherent in how she was treated in the early 2000s and a lot of you know young successful stars are treated just not only was she kind of held to a higher standard of sanity so to speak but that she was slut shamed and nitpicked into the ground and she was just such a powerful person at such a young age you know 20 years old or younger and you know even the people who had reported on her at the time kind of doing post-mortems on their own work were like well you know we really were unkind to her we we really um had a very sexist approach a misogynist approach to her and a, a couple of things occurred to me when i was getting ready for this podcast one is that um when we think about men who are supposedly identified as having a mental health problem, say Robert Downey Jr. back in the days when he was having very seemingly intractable drug addiction. Um, no one ever put him in a guardianship. Um, I know that it was hard for him to get work and that he had to have all this insurance on him for them to even consider hiring him. Um, as we now know, he ultimately did recover and is now Iron Man. And yeah. you know, it just sort of shows you that you know recovery is possible. It's not necessarily a lifelong sentence. That if you are having you know devastating mental health issues at some point, that that necessarily means that they will always be disabling you. Um, but it's kind of like with men with mental illness, the sort of the stereotype is that they could be violent, whereas women diagnosed with mental illness, the concept is that they are incompetent, which is different. And I think one of the biggest ways that Britney Spears has been portrayed in the media, both the tabloids and the, the regular mainstream media is like, well, you know, she just really isn't able to do this and do that. And I thought it was brilliant on her Instagram the other day. She did a thing where she made her favorite gourmet sandwich. I'm now following her on Instagram because it's kind of uh, quirky. And so I'm wondering, you know, what's it all about? And the idea of being in a guardianship is usually for someone who cannot care for their basic needs, shelter, food, clothing, you know, and kind of, <laughs> it was like a funny way, subtext of, hey, I can make a sandwich. I can feed myself, just so you know. Um, I have no idea whether that was truly the intent, but you know, the discrepancy, not just in her case, but in any case, the idea that someone with some kind of disability has to be completely taken over and have no more say, as opposed to, can we work with this person cooperatively? I mean, with, with Brittany per se, she could be in an arrangement where she had a great deal of assistance. And, you know, if for some reason she had another mental health crisis, she could have a, a pre- written thing where she said, if this happens to me, 
here's what I would like to do. And then her wishes could be carried out. There's so many cooperative ways for people with any kind of disability, including mental health, to be assisted when and if you know, they're not able to do things without completely taking away all their rights, including oftentimes voting. Yeah. Well, one thing I was wondering about the, the film as I was watching this, and I'm someone who listens to a lot of music regardless, you know, major label, indie mm-hmm. label, unsigned, whatever. And I, me- I mentioned that distinction because obviously Britney Spears is a mainstream mm-hmm. recording artist on a major record label. Yeah, and I, I I often ask myself, you know, several times when I was watching this, is is that a um, do you see that that basically makes a lot of the case for the conservatorship essentially a mute point because a major record label and you had alluded to this with, with Robert Downey Jr. and and the insurance issues mm-hmm. wouldn't a major record label be vested in being sure that their that their their talent is taken care of basically i mean and 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 in 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 doing so protecting their investment i don't know enough about the inner workings but i don't know i mean I, there's a lot and we see this in the in the documentary framing britney there's you know what I mean? Because in other words, if it's a family yeah. issue, you know, um, I think the fact that she's in the conservatorship probably does protect record labels because they know that someone else is kind of like paying attention to what's going on. So maybe they don't have to. I don't know if it saves them annoyance or money or something like that. So I, I couldn't really speak to that. But um, it my sense is is that this is more of a very family issue, and um, I don't know. Okay, that that, that makes sense because I, I, yeah, now that you mentioned that, um, it's one of the things where, where you think about that. You sort of like think it out. Um, that, so that, that that makes sense. That that definitely um, makes sense. Um, now there is, um, and, and I believe there was this, a, a a related documentary as well. For, mm-hmm. on, on the other side of the pond in uh in yeah wbc um, documentary what it called it has i wish i recalled the exact name that documentary came out just as my article was being published so i had not addressed it i did subsequently see it it seems like it's more about the reporter himself and his search for answers um i didn't think it was as good although the main thing that was kind of juicy that happened is he pointed out that there's some kind of documentation that says the reason she was put under conservatorship had to do with that she had dementia, which is extremely rare in young people. And um, and I know that when it does hit very young, it tends to be extremely progressive and fatal. So clearly that hasn't happened to her. But so the, the real question was, and it's very pointed, is that does Britney Spears have dementia? That's something really major that maybe we should know or not, but that's the question. Or is her family actually lying in order to put her in this guardianship? Um, And that is a major issue as well. So it leaves it unanswered. I have seen that document on a website of public legal documents that appears to be legitimate, but you know, that still remains to be seen. But that 
was a big takeaway for me. I mean, he went to her hometown and, you know, asked what, what was she like? And they were like, oh, you know, she like, you always used to come to this restaurant and order the hush puppies, but that doesn't really provide us with that yeah. much yeah. answers. You know, it just kind of makes us get to know her a little bit more, but. Well, this whole conservatorship, this, for, from what I'm, I'm gathered for, from your article and, and what I've seen in the film, this is much more uh, significant and in many ways more insidious than the, you know, the standard textbook uh, child actor thing where a parent or, or a family member takes all the, their money and, and they mm -hmm. grow up. Is that, would I be correct in, in, that, in that observation or do you think that it has its roots in that? Well, there probably was some of that. I know a few child actors stepped forward after the documentary came out with their own stories of how they were treated and mistreated. Um, but the thing is, this this guardianship of Britney Spears started when she was like 26 years old. So it wasn't even a child performer thing. I mean, I'm sure when she was still a teenager, um, obviously they had to manage her money because she was a minor, um, yeah. I, I would imagine. Um, but this goes beyond that in that it is a person that is obviously not severely disabled in the sense that we usually associate with someone who goes under guardianship. I mean, it's usually elderly people, usually people who, you know, I mean, if you're in a coma or you have really severe um, dementia or something like that, or maybe even you are, um, struggling with some kind of recurrent psychosis that um, really makes it hard. But they're, um, but the fact that she's young and obviously very high functioning um, from everything we can tell and whatnot, um, it, it makes it very unique. And, but the fact that it is possible that this could even happen kind of points to a lot of the larger issues with guardianship and that kind of is what I was writing about in my recent article that um, there have been studies for decades and even investigative reporting for decades about all the ways the guardianship system, which is a state by state thing, it's not federally monitored, um, has hurt people. Has, I mean, there are states where um, state appointed guardians who are not family members have hundreds of wards and they obviously cannot take good care of all these people at once. And there's you know, been articles and reports about people being very neglected, about having all their property taken or sold, you know, all sorts of exploitation. There's just case after case. Um, and as I say, in another piece I wrote, a lot of people who go under guardianships by their families with agreement, um, just that, even though you're 18, I can now, you know, help you and be a proxy for you for things that is hard for you to do. And then it's a mutually agreed thing. And then come to find out in an election year, the judge has automatically taken away that person's right to vote, even though they have the capacity, because some states automatically do that um, if you go under guardianship. And, um, and so it, the Britney Spears documentary really served to bring out the larger issues that guardianships can be very problematic um, and are easy to exploit and are not overseen well. I mean, yes, as Britney's father's lawyers are constantly pointing out, 
there's accounting that has to be done. There are regular meetings with judges and stuff. But from what I, you know, my reporting that I've done, so much is rubber stamped that, you know, there's a lot of cases and the status quo tends to be upheld. And that I think that's happened with Brittany as well, that, you know, unless they could someone could show that she's being actively abused or harmed in some way that was really obvious, there's a tendency to just say, all right, let's just, you know, reapprove this again. Um, so as I say, the, the larger issue of guardianship because of that film has, and, and also some other media things um, has started to be discussed and it's, it's now in the news a lot more. Um, and it doesn't really show signs of stopping. I'm, I'm losing my train of thought oh, here. Uh, uh, well, yeah, I'll bring it back to you. Yeah, but because the time frame that, that we're talking about here is not that long ago. It's really, it's really not. And yet, it seems like there's not a lot of um, a lot, not a lot that's known about this. Which is why I'm glad to have on the show today. And, about, and about about Brittany or about guardianships per se. Well, about guardianships per, per se. Um, yeah. I know because mm -hmm. I know there was another. Uh, I think it was on Netflix. Um, I, I care a lot. There was some, yes, yeah, uh, and that's something that and I think that was I, I another one that 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 brought it on 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 people a lot of people's radar. Exactly, that's what I was going to say. And as as I say, you know, like AARP you know, has had articles about guardianship abuse for years. Um, you know, it's kind of been hiding in plain sight, but so the good thing about the documentary is that um, it's finally bringing the discussion um, about people beyond a superstar because there are so many ordinary people that are under them. And, you know, we've got to make sure that they are used very sparingly and overseen so that the person's civil rights and human rights are always, you know, maximally available. Oh, ab absolutely. So a lot to um, digest in this. And now, um, how would people find out, because I know that you have the, you, you have at least uh, two articles about mm -hmm. the story, and that's right on the madinamerica.com. Correct. Right. If you you go to madinamerica.com and you can just type in the search engine Britney Spears and those um, two pieces will come up. Um, as I say, the first one was more about how she's still being viewed as kind of the same quote unquote crazy person she she was seen as in the early 2000s, um, and there was seemed to be some kind of consensus in the media like yes she needs to be in a guardianship and it is for her own protection um and now the the press coverage has really changed because the issues that the documentary brought up just you can't really hone with that narrative anymore now is this um because the the it seems to be um how do i phrase this question um this is the, as far as like the conservatorship laws or whatnot those are pr predominantly u.s based laws or are there comparable situations um, elsewhere that's a good question and i don't know um my knowledge of conservatorship such as it is is of u.s but as i say it's it's state by state and it, it varies widely um 
do do you foresee there being any pu any any push for either reform or for keeping it as is by way of many of the same filming members who push for um how do, how, do I, how do I phrase this correctly so as to not offend some yeah. of our listening audience to to to, to, pu to, to push for um, either more of this or reform in the same manner that they push for um, ju judge mandated treatment that I'll, I'll phrase it that way <laughs> judge okay. mandated treatment hopefully that's a I, I don't know whether there's a movement um, of families with of people who are disabled in some way or have mental health issues. Um, I mean, obviously some people want to take over guardianship and plenty are well-meaning. And, and I think it, it really varies guardianship by guardianship, whether you know it really serves the person or whether it's just taking away too many of their rights and, and um, exploiting them. So, um, so, but I don't know, um, whether there's a movement for change. I know there's movement for change among, you know, disability rights activists and legal activists. Um, but uh, far beyond that, I'm not sure. Okay, good deal. Well, lots, lots um, to um, look at on here, um, look at the, the, the two articles and, and the documentary. So um, now, is there anything that, that I did not ask about that, that people sh should know about as, as, as far as the, the conservatorship or? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, well, one thing is, as I pointed out in my most recent article, is that um, change is coming in new laws. Um, people um, on both sides of the aisle, for once, um, are concerned about conservatorship abuse and um, have proposed, well, Matt Gates, who is now obviously persona non grata, proposed some kind of federal hearing on the subject, which doesn't make sense because it's not federally governed, but it did raise the issue momentarily. But um, in California, which by the way, has a two, two different types of guardianship. One is a mental health guardianship, which is not what Brittany is under. She is under a um, probate conservatorship, which is broader. Um, in California, there are three different laws, I'm sorry about that phone call, um, that have been proposed in the state legislature to tighten the rules around guardianships or conservatorships as they're called in California, um, which I've subsequently been told, you know, may or may not actually have teeth or may or may not ever be passed, but it, we are seeing now, um, uh, moves to actually change the laws and to make sure that that guardianships are overseen and that the people have more rights, such as to hire their own lawyer, no matter what, uh, that they be assessed more often. So it's not just the status quo situation, many types of, of things. So yeah, people should know that, that, uh, that state lawmakers are starting to propose changes because they've become aware of this. Um, and I'm sure there's, you know, ongoing movements of that that I have not even become aware of yet. Yeah, and and don't you have to just shake your head about that, like the, the type of conservatorship? Because one would think, if their primary interest is their health, that it would be like a mental health um, conservatorship. But you said it was a, 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 a like um, like the the other a non mental health. 
mm-hmm. uh, conservatorship, which just undermines a lot of the the supposed rationale for. Yeah, there was an article that I quoted in my article itself um, from someone who had been under conservatorship for a while for mental health and gotten out of it. I don't recall what state she was in, but she said it just makes you feel like you have no agency and you're like no longer a person. It's just so demoralizing if you're put under one without your own agreement. It's just kind of like saying like, we don't trust you, you know, forget it. Um, From now on, you know, we're in charge. And like, what does that do to your mental health? It can't be good. Um, I'm kind of admiring of Britney Spears because I don't know what her, she's like in private, but you know, you look at her Instagram and she finds ways you know, to have fun and and enjoy her life. And she is going to be testifying um, later this month before a judge personally, which I don't believe has happened before or not very often. And I know the fans are hoping she's going to ask to be released from the conservatorship. She does have a right to do. It's just a catch 22, because if you say, I don't need this anymore, and they'll say, well, prove that you don't, And then because you haven't been allowed to do things, you don't have any evidence that you can do them to some degree. So, um, but people are hoping that she is going to ask to be released, but we don't know what she's going to do. Um, But it's, you know, stay tuned. It's because, uh, well, the the media just absolutely still reports on absolutely everything she does. Um, I mean, I have a Google alert on her name and I'll say, oh, another article about Britney Spears will it be something, you know, significant about conservatorship or whatever? And it's like, Britney Spears, today's Instagram, posted herself dancing in a polka dotted dress. And it's like, oh, we needed to know that, you know, there's still such an obsession with her. And, you know, I just hope this obsession continues as to, um, you know, whether her civil rights are, you know, fully being implemented. Well, let me ask you, do you think um, a lot of the media coverage that they've kind of, back themselves into a corner, meaning that if a lot of the, 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 the headlines are all the TMZ stuff, you know, where you get a, you know, a picture of her, you know, walking to her car, at a, you know, or mm-hmm. the gas station, something like that, that they're then at that point obligated to be, you know, have some more in-depth stories, or do you think that, it, that, that it's still going to be just strictly the, you know, the, the TMZ type headlines? Well, you know, with online media now, it's all clickbait. And well, yeah. TMZ is is um, just a notorious kind of gossip yeah. thing. Um, and, you know, like Us Magazine, People Magazine, it's it's just all about, you know, celebrity gossip and just keeping celebrities in the, in the public eye. Um, so whether, you know, I don't think outlets like that are going to do anything um, thoughtful. I mean, if Britney Spears gets out of her conservatorship, I'm sure TMZ will have it in large capital letters, but their coverage is is some of the coverage I've noticed that they really think that she's insane and out of control. Um, The way they have portrayed her. I'm having all these beeps and boops and phone calls. I'm sorry about that. No worries. And that's necessarily one of the uh, nice things about podcasting is, you know, you get the you know, what you're hearing is exactly what trans- is transpiring. So. That's true. And all I need is my cat to walk across the <laughs> keyboard and make those clicking sounds and we'll have it all. 
Yeah. And I alluded to this um, earlier, I'm not sure if it was off mic or on mic, but another reason why I'm happy that, that, that you're here today is to, you know, just have that dialogue. Because I would imagine many people listening today might not even know about madinamerica.com, might mm-hmm. not even, a lot of their um, knowledge of, of, you know, mental health um may not extend into, you know, beyond what they've been, um, you know, accustomed to, so. Right, I mean, the, the, the purpose of Mad in America is to put social justice and better science into the equation of, of the mental health conversation. Absolutely, and and mm-hmm. that's um, so. Yeah, and and for those, and I do, and I mention it every every episode. Um, so thank today, you. Uh, um, no, 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 different. Um, so thank you so much for being here today. I, I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, I look forward to hearing the actual podcast. Okay. <laughs> so- and thank you, those of you at home or wherever you may be. Um, stay safe, everyone, and uh, talk with you next time. Okay. Uh, bye. Bye.